Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, all you peoples. First off, apologies. Um, we had a family conflict last time. So we did not get... Uh, well, not a family conflict. There wasn't a conflict in the in family. family but the family caused us so we could not watch one spawn time. <laughs> there, okay. Close enough. So One of our families, not just some random <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, point, the point is we're catching up today. So first off, we have a strange case. As in Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I really like this episode. It was I, a lot of surprises in uh, this. No, they, they're riding well again. <laughs> Did not expect to say goodbye to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde this early. No. But I was like ep- episode four. Yeah, and especially since like Hyde was like constantly on top of his game. Like he's yeah. tricking everyone and you're like, oh, he's going to be a nice villain. Yeah. No, it's, it's done. I mean, and very clever way to dispatch them. I mean... An interesting reveal. I mean, they both are the same person, even though for some, whatever reason, in their case, they don't look like the same person. Yeah. But yeah. the whole doppelganger explanation thing what made sense. It was, but it was surprising at the same time. Yeah. I think it was also very interesting to have Dr. Jekyll be bad at the end. I, and I think it makes sense, too. It, it helps me at least just understand a little bit more how this whole swapping thing yeah. works it's not like a one-time all your evil yeah. is personified it's like more like this here's your darkness in a fresh body but obviously you still have the capacity for darkness, which matches the dr jekyll jekyll story but you always got kind of confused in once upon a time because of the evil queen yeah you never knew how to take that yeah yeah exactly and, and it was just it's a very interesting um you know, they're always talking about, you know, early seasons, they always talk about, you're not born evil, it's, evil's not born, it's made. But it's become much more, um, at least like this episode, more almost a Christian, like, and we're all just kind of evil, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's something you have to work through, as opposed to, you know, so it's, it's, I don't know, it seems like the good and evil version is much more nuanced or realistic this season than in some previous seasons, where it's just like almost binary. <laughs> yeah, like one bad thing can start you off on the wrong path. Yeah. As opposed to, no, it's a complicated, messy thing. And it's interesting, I think, as one's works through that, the, I think Regina's story is working through that too. Like mm-hmm. her sort of realization that she still has the capacity for evil, even after what she's done. Um, and even after what she's gone through, I, th- I don't think she'll, oh, why, I mean, I'll be highly surprised if it actually winds up killing her off. I think yeah. it'll be something more to do with, no, this is going to have to be an honest sense of how do I deal with my past? Not yeah. just, I can't just cut it off at the head. I suppose the running theory on the internet probably after this is that Regina is the one in the hood and Swan's got the killer to yeah. save people. Especially with that talk in the end. Yeah. But there might be might be misdirection. Oh, almost. I mean, I'm not. They're doing a lot of good misdirection. This, so I'm. Yeah, I'm not saying it is that, but I'm sure that's a, a theory now. Yeah, pretty popular one. Interesting too, though, for this show that's all about fairy tales and stuff. Man, I don't. I don't see much hope of Belle and Rumpelstiltskin ever reconciling. Oh man, this point. I don't know. Like, in some ways, Rumpel's stories is as fascinating as it's been in a long time because. He's such a conflicted guy, and not conflicted in the sense like he wants to be good, but like he has these two parts of himself that are, he he refuses to make work together. So he's just he's just kind of stuck with, even though they, they're incongruent with each other. He's like, well, this is just me. I'm the dark one, and I like I love Belle, and I'm going to just go with it. Uh. And it's interesting this season. You know, last season was um, the underworld, and then we had like the Queens of Darkness. But this season, in some ways, is actually a little darker than both those. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking, um, Rumpelstiltskin is, I mean, his, his and Belle's story is dark now in a real world way. Yeah. Not in a fairy tale way. I mean, he's like the abusive Protector. guy, yeah. you know, yeah. just. I know, he's a little crazy. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting, you know, the, the cutting his hair. Which man, he looks a lot different. He really does. Like when I, fir- like in that first scene with after it's like, whoa, you look like a totally different dude um, in a sense. But it's like his new, like his new suave. I'm just myself. Like he's not. He's not full. He's not like Natasha. He's not full scale fairy tale evil. He's just sort of like complicated, real world, broken evil. And this sort of reflects. Maybe that. Maybe, I wonder if that was a conscious decision or if the actor just wanted shorter hair. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe it, it is kind of a reflection of it. Like you said, real world as opposed to. I mean, there are people in the world who have long hair, but or guys. I mean, but did they kind of have that sort of sheen of? But he's moved away from you know his his dark oneself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's there's always been progressions of you know from his gold face. <laughs> to, but it's like it's like he's even more kind of withdrawn and and arrogant and it's like he's mm-hmm. almost the farthest he's been from his fairy tale self in some ways in the sense of his presentation yeah even he doesn't even have the the sort of the swagger that mr gold had like yeah. first season where he's like there's there's a kind of a bitterness to him yeah. right now because he's basically shut off everyone that had has ever tried to get close to him and the one person that he wants to be close with won't have it anymore. I do have to say, really nice connection between a Rumpelstiltskin story, backstory and the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, I was really curious where they were going with that because it didn't seem like Rumpelstiltskin would try to cut off the bad side of yeah. himself, but it made sense he was trying to basically cut out the weakness. This is the way he looked at it. Which played thematically really well, made sense, and, you know, and then that caused Dr. Jekyll to want to kill Belle. I mean, there's a lot of things that were all connecting. Another going back to Mr. Hyde real quick. An interesting thing I noticed this. I noticed it in the past. I didn't know if it was just a one-time thing or not. But even in the flashbacks, one of his eyes was always more bloodshot than the other. It yeah. seemed to me, and I want. It just seemed a very interesting stylistic choice. I didn't know if that was something to do with because he didn't wind up being like the fully. Even though he was supposedly Jekyll's darkness, he yeah. really wasn't the like full blown. He's like all the animal. hidden parts of Jekyll in many ways. Like yeah. the, the, he's unbound by yeah. convention. By so so, there's a lot more. There was even a conflict in Mister Hyde. Even though he had he was more unbound, he still had a conflict of like, well, should I do this now? You know, he has the to tour. Yeah. I mean, in any other movie where you see someone come approach a woman in a fog like that. You know, you're thinking, oh, man, this is going to be like a Jack the Ripper scene or something. But it wound up actually being a very genuine sort of conversation. Well, I guess that was a a really smart choice from the writer's point of view. Because if the whole theme of Rumpel trying to do is that he wants to cut off his weakness, we see the Hyde as weak as we've ever seen him in his flashbacks. I mean, he's... The actor, I, I did a really good job of having that sort of hesitancy mm. from Mr. Hyde that we've never really seen. Hyde's always been just very, you know, sure of himself and talky and yeah. stuff. Hyde's time in the Land of Untold Stories in a lot of ways was kind of made, gave him the bitterness that Rumpelstiltskin currently has. Yeah, yeah. He's decided to fully embrace himself. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting Maybe it's just different, but you know, the Dark Queen seems to act like she got rid of all her weakness. But maybe there will be some sort of weakness t- to uh, her. Well, possibly, 
I mean, yeah, that, that's an interesting point. Yeah, all we've seen from Evil Queen so far has been haughtiness or strong will yeah. and stuff like that, and everyone's been acting as if that's the strong. But this this episode throws a lot of doubt on that. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting point. And yet another another case where a Untold Tale really doesn't end well. That's true. I mean, that's another part of the the quote unquote darkness of the season. That some of these there's a lot of kind of sad endings to these these you know. We're getting a lot of new characters, but they don't always have great endings. Yeah. Or they're complicated. Like, the Cinderella was a happy ending, but it Mm -hmm. was complicated. Yeah. It's a new level realism for Once Upon a Time, who's been, you know, gone through... It tends to go through phases, but this is... It seems to have veered veered away from the fairy tale, because we don't have fairy tale people anymore, hardly. Mm -hmm. You got London, and you have, okay, Cinderella, and... We have, you know, you know Conte Monte Cristo with Revenge. It's moving to the more realistic novels or, you know, not real, you know. Right, but, right. You know, less um, miraculous, I guess. Yeah. At the same time, we are going to Agrippa next episode. Yes. So. <laughs> what? Aladdin? I haven't seen any advertisements for that. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, her, Jasmine's showing up in this episode actually intrigued me more than the, all the previews have. Hmm. Partly because she distanced herself from... Who she was. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. You do get the first sort of teasing of how their story might be partly untold still, like not or unfinished or whatever it is. And then coming back to that savior wizard lady. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, that talked to Emma at some point early in the season, episode one, I think. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I'm like, oh, this is interesting. So this is the threads of the season have been tied very well that, you know, it's not just this character's story and this character's story and this character's story. It's like all the character stories actually matter to each other. Mm-hmm. And I guess you should mention Henry then apparently gets kisses from his girlfriend in school. <laughs> but, oh, I, I was questioning how long has he been out of school? I know. We, <laughs> we have no sense of we're all like, oh, good thing. Things are getting back to normal. And like, well, but so have you guys just been running around with Henry for the last three years or whatever? <laughs> has, well, I'm, I'm trying to think. This school has tons of students. It's been running through all these curses and everything. <laughs> I mean, how would you even get, keep a school going? I'm like, it was, rem- everyone had uniforms and, and how did that happen? And, and I, was, I, I have to question too. Okay, for one, my, my memory could be faulty. I thought Snow had been like an elementary teacher, yeah. but she acted as if she was always like this. As a physics teacher. Yeah, high school or whatever. It was like, okay. But then she said, I taught these students the same things. Wait, have these students been the same age for all this time? <laughs> and we know Henry's grown. Have are these students? Are, are the rest of them still in the sort of eternal storybook phase? Will they be kids for the rest of their lives? I mean, I like her the story for going back to teaching, but logistically, some of the, you just show up and they have this giant, well put together school, and everyone has uniforms, and there's like bazillions of students, and you're like. Storybrook's not that big. And, you know, they've had like 10 curses in the last year, like two years. I don't know. Yeah, that, that part of it was entertaining, but a little little wonky. Yeah. Um, I mean, we say it's been a darker season, which in some ways it has, but you still, they still have really been playing tongue-in-cheek with a lot of they their have a, They had a lot of good jokes. They had a lot of good jokes this episode. You know, yeah. um, the dwarves, like, uh, <laughs> Grumpy doing his little speech and just passing out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, they have a good sense of humor. It's, yeah, when dark, it's not necessarily like it's uh, dep- you know depressing, but you, you know some of the thematic stuff. The stakes ma- feel like they matter more than they have. Yeah, I mean, they've always mattered, like think like big things at stake. But there's a lot of like personal things at stake. Yeah. which really is really been um, 
engaging. So um, it, they've been going well. I'm actually more and more intrigued every, every episode. episode. Sweet. So thankfully, we don't have long to wait for the next one. No. So we'll do that here in a second. Okay. Um, so next episode for tonight is Street Rats. Street Rats. It's Aladdin. And Jasmine. Yes. I do think it's... I think it's kind of funny. So this episode you said was written by the creators. Yeah. For episode written by the creators is actually kind of the weakest one we've seen yeah. this season. And I, I wonder, I, I, I sometimes wonder whether it's the writing or whether, I sometimes feel like what the closer we get to Disney, official Disney stuff, the, the, the less creative it gets sometimes well, in recent seasons. Possibly, but I don't know that it was the Disney things that was the problem here. I think the, the main problem with the Aladdin story the as in the the fairy back yeah. stuff was that they were trying to compress a lot of stuff <laughs> in into a, a brief period of time and there really wasn't emotional payoff for much you of know it. what i think if they had like done that like give them two flashbacks it would yeah. be great yeah it, it, it felt like very rushed because like i had questions like so jasmine read one book and she figured out that this one particular guy out in the street this one thief was the diamond there how did she know that well the book's well, she must have been fought watching him for a while to figure out he was down rough, and the books were just about the... I, yeah, it was it was highly compressed. Like, okay, so she leaves, and immediately after, Jafar shows up for no good reason and says, hey, I have these shears. Yeah. You know? And, like, the, you, you rarely even have time to process that he's the savior. Then someone shows up to give you in a way out of being the savior. It's and like, then he shows what? up, and he's like, oh, and I beat Jafar. You know, <laughs> in, like, two two waves of my hand. And it's just... Yeah, if you'd... If, you'd, if we have all season... Mm-hmm. Give us a build this up because it, it's not a bad setup by any means. It's just highly compressed and full of these sort of like, oh, he's really dead. No, he's not. Oh, he really got rid of the shears. No, you know things that are yeah. not the clever twist we were we were happy about last episode, mm-hmm. but the sort of like just common sort of things that almost always happen. Very, time. Pre- very predictable stuff. Like as soon as they found the brooch, you're like, okay. It's it's just a trinket. That doesn't yeah. mean it's his actual body. Well, plus, like logistically, I'm like, so wait, he, they thought he was in uh, his skeleton. Just comes here. I mean, I don't understand how this works. <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, I, I don't pick on actors a whole lot. I didn't care for the Aladdin guy that much. To be honest, he felt a little flat to me. I like the Jasmine actress. I, I like the Aladdin guy. Okay, but the Jasmine actress is very good. She she I was think, very good. I just her. I just felt uh, I felt Aladdin was a little lacking charisma. You want to say something, Tasha? You're looking. Okay. <laughs> She's okay. just agreeing with, with us with a uh, annoyed look on her face. She's holding the sleeping baby, which is why she's not talking. <laughs> um, though, I must have been right. It was Iago back in episode one. Oh, yeah, that's right. You had seen a red bird. Yeah, really? I'm like, almost, and then it wasn't, but it was. In that case, and yeah. Question. So the Iago is like an oracle. Yeah, apparently. Oh, well, or it, it is the, the oracle. It is the oracle. Okay, yeah. Right? I guess so. Yeah, and that's what. And is that what what gave? Is that what gave Emma her? Because she didn't see the night. Did she see the vision before she saw the bird, or the bird caused it, just like it caused Aladdin? I don't know. See, that's a good question. That would actually. I thought. I thought it was a nice connection. Yeah. Here's a question: Who killed the oracle? We still don't know, right? Not for sure. No, I mean, we saw Jasmine. I don't think Jasmine. I don't. Jasmine didn't do it. My guess is Jafar is around somewhere. I don't know. I don't know how Jafar is around. Yeah, but you unless he was in the untold tale somehow. Yeah, possibly. I mean, he's imprisoned in a lamp after Wonderland, right? Because they said this is before Wonderland. 
Well, the the Agrabah stuff is before Wonderland, though, but oh, not yeah. necessarily the Storybrooke stuff. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't know. So who knows? So, I mean, I, I'm glad all of the, <laughs> you mentioned the, the worst con ever. For, <laughs> the evil queen tricks uh, Emma into doing the right thing <laughs> about actually telling her family. It's like, yes, very crafty of you. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was so, supposedly so she could find out information. About the vision, but yeah. Yeah, but it was I, I kind of back that sort of thing kind of uh, – Backfired on you, the little I, bit, I, evil queen. I do, I did kind of appreciate the sort of like um, Henry Jasmine bonding. I thought that was an interesting, you know, like, hey, we both made saviors out of people. Yeah, that was. And it was an interesting thing. That was that was interesting. Um, and I liked the three bears spa. <laughs> that was it was entertaining. It's, a question about that is yeah. like, is it okay for them to just be talking about about in this public place? Yeah, we're let's. You should really be evil. Let's totally I, be I, evil I, together. I don't and know. What, go, what happens in the spa stays in the... I don't know. Goldilocks is... Uh, yes. I don't know. The other thing I had against that plot line is it really wasn't anything new. No. Like, I mean... It, it moved it all for, I guess... For a little I bit? I guess it seems to be the first time that um, Zelina actually decides, okay, I might go with this. She's yeah. been holding off. True. She had so so the, there bit. is progression there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It... And I, I, I feel like it could have been a little, like, it could have done a little bit yeah. less of that, and if we, it would give us a little bit more pathos for Aladdin and Jasmine stuff. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that was, again, you know, what we've liked the last couple of episodes is that, like, all the plots are playing off each other. Mm-hmm. Thematically, they're just, one, two, they're just different plots. They're just, I mean, which is not a bad thing. That's what normal TV has, A plot and B plot. Mm-hmm. But it's done so well with having the A and B plot both be thematically the same in the last couple episodes. Right. Yeah, and this time it just it was like, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Kind of some of the, it felt like some of the the worst of once tricks in a way. Like not only like that, but oh, we don't keep secrets. And then like, okay, as soon as um, Hook goes and buries yeah. the shears, so, uh, I had a laugh. Yeah, right. I guess the you know the uh, hopefully the humor there. Like we don't keep fa- secrets, family. And then. Uh, Charming's over there with his whole like, yeah. What about my dad thing? <laughs> yeah, see, that's no. see, that was nice. That yes, that 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 is clever. But yeah, the hook. It's like uh, now he's referring to himself just like Emma was. Uh, I mean, the great thing about a lot of the other, you know, with like Gold is that he's just he's moved into a new version of himself. Yeah, and that's what's been neat about the, most of the other characters and Emma even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Emma. Uh, Emma was Emma's She's, arc in this episode was not bad. No, hers has been it was pretty normal. Yeah, it was. It was. I think that was a good progression of what they've been doing. Yeah, it it is unfortunate that it's like, well, this is our big episode for you know it has the lad and it has the connecting all the mythos and sometimes these lesser episodes that we've been watching are actually much better structured. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it would make a little sense as like there was a week break or they had to squeeze it all in, but it was just another episode next week, so I don't understand. Yeah. The last episode felt more monumental monumental, and just, you know, getting rid of two characters that we'd seen for a long time. Yeah. This one in- introduced some stuff, set up some stuff, but it just, it was just wasn't rushed. in a satisfying way. No, it just sort of like, and now we connect plots that you needed. You, we started having like... The worst episode, you know, season of Lost World, like, we're going to just bring magic things out of nowhere, and they were just constantly trumping each other. <laughs> now, and the cheers might be interesting later on, and my guess is they'll actually do something different, like cut mm-hmm. at the end and be beneficial. But it's like, 
you know, they find a diamond in the rough. Oh, you're the magic. Oh, here's some shears. He's like, like, let's introduce as many magical items as possible, as quickly as possible. Why does magic always have to be so literal? <laughs> That's a great line. Regina's always awesome. I do, I, I would like to see, since Aladdin and Jasmine are around, I would like to see Aladdin maybe grow a little more. I mean, it's, it's interesting that they had him sort of give up his saviorness. Which is not a very heroic thing to do. Yeah, I think that'll be... I mean, you could play... There's a lot of things you can do with this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, after the fact. Yes. But the episode itself is just like, we've got to get these items in and we're just going to... Throw it all Throw, out, them, throw all them all in, in there. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Aladdin being basically the coward and coming back to... Jazz, I mean, Jasmine's going to deal with that. I mean, it's like, you what? You got rid of your saviorness? I need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what this whole thing was for, yeah. That's yeah. true. We haven't even seen her reaction to that yet. And yeah, it might not be so good. And it was kind of funny because the, the, the ending was just sort of like, oh, about that. Like, you know, we'll just wink it off. You know, but that's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting. I think the repercussions of this episode could actually be very fascinating. But the episode itself was kind of just there. Perhaps it, perhaps it was more disappointing because they built it up so much. <laughs> I mean, they probably did not help, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I actually half thought that was going to happen because... <laughs> it, it, we did joke about that at some point, didn't yeah, we? Like, yeah. watch, they hype it up, it'll be the worst episode of this. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and honestly, it really wasn't that horrendous in the no, grand scope of... It just wasn't as nuanced as we've been getting. Yeah. It was more old school... You know, kind of those average episodes we kind of complained about mm-hmm. in previous... I mean, nothing horrendously, like, you know, cheesy or, you know, off... You know, like, from the very worst episodes. <laughs> yeah. But there were definitely some eye-rolling moments, yeah. which we hadn't had lately. So, anywho... so and it had 100% less rumple in it. <laughs> That's true. That's just a problem. I... Yeah. I Every episode you- needs some Regina, some rumple. <laughs> I really don't know... If if Zelina's plotline just kind of fell off right now, they they keep keeping her here, and she's never convinced me she needs to be in the show <laughs> long term. Long term, and maybe they'll do something, but it's like she's they're trying to find. She's the only character I feel like this season. They're trying to find something to do with. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, sorry to kind of go out on a melancholy note there after the yeah, I know the high note of the previous episode. Well, I'm pretty excited about Twenty Thousand Leagues. I, I'm all about these like it's classic true. sci-fi show, things showing up. Yeah, you know Jules Verne and um, Robert Louis Stevenson. That oh yeah, was that Hyde. would be cool. Was, was no, no. Was, who, who, who oh yeah, Hyde? that was Hyde. Yeah, yeah, Hyde, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I, hey, we could get some like if we got Treasure Long John Silver in there. Why not? That'd be awesome. He, he, yeah. See him hang out with Hook. Yeah, exactly. You should totally do that. They'll probably throw in at some point some like Island of Doctor Moreau's or like evil creatures <laughs> running around. Oh, you, just don't throw the time machine in because we already had too much time. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I should say one thing. Phineas Fogg, though. We need some Phineas Fogg. What they, I always appreciate whenever Emma says, yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no. Like, Wait, you guys never, but but the movie. <laughs> I always appreciate when they do that because that's what all of us do. do. You know, on, on, on against Bill Call, I did appreciate that they did, the Aladdin stuff really was different. I mean, like their relationship was different in some ways in the sense that, it wasn't so, you know, he had to go off and do his thing and she had to stay there. Mm. You know, it was... Yeah. And she's the one that found... I mean, I don't know. They changed it up in some some kind of interesting ways. And there's... Yeah. I guess it's interesting. They didn't ever put the genie in it. Yeah. Well, I think because they've done genie stuff in like... That's true. They, they Well, they done it in Wonderland, but also... Uh, well, no, that was Magic Mirror. Well, the Magic Mirror was a genie, wasn't it? 
Oh, he was. You're right. That's true. So you wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah. That's true. He is his own genie. Yeah. And Natasha said that Aladdin is his own genie because he has magic, they, which is true. They, they did the savior thing, so yeah, it would have been yeah. cool for us. So if the diamond in the rough was just all a joke, then why was there a diamond on a sword? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, a booby trap for the Cable Wonders, I suppose. I, well, I get that, but but she's looking for the diamond in the rough, which was a lie, right? Which is a person? It was her. I mean... Well, she was looking for a diamond in the rough, but she wanted to test to see if he was a diamond in the rough, so... But, but, but it, how does going to the Cave of Wonders help you test that? Maybe because it's a savior. Well, maybe only the Diamond in the Rough could open the entrance to the Cave of Wonders. Maybe, maybe that's. I it. mean, it was just kind of sitting out there, out in the open. So, and, may, and maybe I don't. Maybe I missed something because I was trying to rock baby to sleep at the time. So, <laughs> all right. Anyways, anyways, that is this week's episode. Be sure to check us out at DerailedTrainsOfThought.blogspot.com. I got an interesting episode coming out soon, don't we? Yeah, we do. Sorry, it should have been a, out earlier. Well, no, right? that's fine. But, I mean, we have a an interesting segment is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even listened to that yet. Yeah, it should be interesting. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyways, and uh, iTunes. Oh, yes. Subscribe. Stitcher, et cetera. Yes. YouTube? No? Yes? We should. You should. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been slacking. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Or morning. (laughs) Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye. Bye.